Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of oogenesis from the reproductive section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this topic with an overview. Oogenesis is the development of mature oocytes or haploid gametes capable of fertilization by sperm. Let's discuss oogenesis in more detail. Prenatal oogenesis is oogenesis or maturation of oocytes that begins in fetal life. Primordial germ cells migrate from the fetal hindgut to the gonadal ridge. Note that primordial germ cells differentiate to oogonia. In the fetal ovary, oogonia proliferate by mitotic divisions. By week 20, proliferation ends and oogonia numbers peak at 7 million. Oogonia, which are 2N diploid, differentiate to primary oocytes, which are 2N diploid. Primary oocytes begins meiosis 1 and arrest in prophase 1. Note that primary oocytes arrest in the quote dictyotene stage until just before ovulation. Primary oocytes are surrounded by pregranulosa cells in the primordial follicle. Postnatal oogenesis is oogenesis or maturation of oocytes that continues post-puberty adult life. In the follicular or proliferative phase of the menstrual cycle, development of primordial follicles yields one dominant pre-ovulatory graphene follicle. Next, the primary oocyte, which is 2N diploid, differentiates to secondary oocyte, which is 2N haploid. The primary oocyte completes meiosis 1, yielding secondary oocytes and the first polar body. Secondary oocytes begins meiosis 2 and arrests in metaphase 2. At ovulation, the graphene follicle ruptures and releases the secondary oocyte. In response to fertilization, the secondary oocyte completes meiosis 2, yielding mature ovum, which is N haploid, and the second polar body. The ovum nucleus condenses and forms the female pronucleus that fuses with the male pronucleus to form the zygote. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question, a six-week-old girl is brought to the pediatrician for a postnatal visit. She was born at 38 weeks gestation to a 25-year-old woman via an uncomplicated spontaneous vaginal delivery. The mother reports that prenatal screening revealed no developmental abnormalities and that the baby has been gaining weight, feeding, stooling, and urinating appropriately. Physical exam of the infant is unremarkable. The mother has a history of polycystic ovarian syndrome and is curious about the development of her daughter's ovaries. Which of the following is true regarding the baby's reproductive system at this time? 1. The baby has not yet developed oocytes. 2. The baby's oocytes are arrested in prophase. 3. The baby's oocytes are arrested in metaphase. 4. The baby's oocytes are arrested in interphase. Or 5. The baby's oocytes are fully matured. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 2. The baby's oocytes are arrested in prophase. In a normal female infant, oocytes arrest during prophase 1 of meiosis during fetal life and remain there until ovulation after menarche. Remember, oogenesis occurs in distinct phases in a normal and healthy female. Females are born with all the oocytes they will possess throughout life. 
during fetal development, these oocytes arrest during prophase of meiosis one or prophase one, where it has 46 sister chromatids. The oocytes continue to develop during ovulation and arrest again in metaphase of meiosis two or metaphase two until fertilization, at which point they finish meiosis. The mother's history of polycystic ovarian syndrome is unlikely to affect oogenesis in her daughter at this point. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice one is incorrect because oogenesis begins during fetal development and by birth the baby has all of the oocytes they will possess throughout life. Answer choice three is incorrect because oocytes are arrested in metaphase of meiosis two after ovulation and before fertilization once a female has undergone menarche. Answer choice four is incorrect because unlike most other cells in the body, oocytes do not arrest an interphase at any point during their development. And finally, answer choice five is incorrect because an oocyte is not fully matured until fertilization where it undergoes the rest of meiosis too. In summary, oogenesis starts during fetal life and are arrested in prophase one, and menarche and ovulation promote further development into metaphase two, where oocytes remain until fertilization. Next question, a researcher is studying gamete production and oogenesis. For her experiment, she decides to cultivate primary oocytes just prior to ovulation and secondary oocytes just prior to fertilization. When she examines these gametes, she will find that the primary oocytes and secondary oocytes are arrested in which phases of meiosis, respectively. 1. Interphase 1 and prophase 2. 2. Metaphase 1 and metaphase 2. 3. Metaphase 1 and prophase 2. 4. Anaphase 1 and anaphase 2. Or 5. Prophase 1 and metaphase 2. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 5, prophase 1 and metaphase 2. During gestation, primary oocytes are arrested in prophase of meiosis 1 in female embryos. When ovarian hormones begin to cycle at puberty, the primary oocytes resume differentiation. The secondary oocyte is arrested in metaphase of meiosis 2 prior to fertilization. Remember, oogenesis is the female form of gametogenesis and serves to create a haploid ovum. At birth, females are born with all of the oocytes that they will have for life. This contrasts with their male counterparts who continually produce new sperm throughout their lives. The female primary oocytes begin meiosis 1 during fetal life and are arrested in prophase 1 for several years until ovulation. After ovulation, meiosis progresses until the now secondary oocyte is arrested in metaphase 2 until fertilization. Remember the mnemonic, an egg met a sperm, to recall that secondary oocytes are arrested in metaphase 2 until fertilization. Upon fertilization, meiosis 2 is completed and a haploid ovum is produced. Let's now review two citations related to this topic. In the first citation, Hartshorn et al. review the selection criteria to determine the size and quality of the ovarian reserve in women. They examine the importance of the timing of entry to meiotic prophase 1 by linking the stages in progress through meiotic prophase 1 with the presence or absence of distinct apoptotic markers. In the second citation, you et al. demonstrate that human amniotic fluid stem cells possess the potential to differentiate into primordial follicle oocytes in vitro. They found that approximately 2% of the HAFSCs differentiated to meiotic germ cells that expressed folliculogenesis and oogenesis associated markers.
Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choices 1 through 4 are all incorrect because these are not the correct phases of meiosis in which oogenesis is arrested. Prior to ovulation, oogenesis is arrested in prophase 1, and prior to fertilization, oogenesis is arrested in metaphase 2. And that's all for this review about oogenesis. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullet Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.